Hello and welcome to the season finale. Can you believe it? We have uh, done a season and a half of NBA basketball. We started this podcast in the midst of the shutdown, uh, right right around the time it looked like the NBA was going to come back, and it did come back. Uh, Hoops Tradamus podcast. Uh, the next time you listen to this, it'll be season three. I'm Adam Shelf, joined by Hamia Rain. We're back. And we're talking about the final chapter of the NBA season. Hami, how you feeling? The final stretch. Wow, man. First of all, I just have to say wow. And I want to say what a hell of a playoff team. A great run. And I'm looking forward to seeing this team again next season. Uh, the Phoenix Suns. No, I'm kidding. Uh, congratulations to Milwaukee Bucks fans. You know, I've had some passing fleeting thoughts about attending the parade tomorrow morning, uh, going super duper, duper, duper early, like 6 a.m. Uh, but I have to drive my uh, cousin somewhere, so I might have to do that. Uh, you know, if I do that, I'd have to go at like 10 or whatever. All right. But, you know, make a day out of that, you know? You, you wouldn't be interested in that, would you? I, I, uh, I cannot make it tomorrow morning. I would love to if I could. You know, I wish they waited an extra day, you know? Call because Stefano might do it. Oh, oh, you're saying Stefano would be down. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually uh, asked our good buddy Mike Fleischman. I actually texted him. I was like, "You're not planning to go to parade tomorrow, are you?" Because you know, even doing a little, let's work on my reel again. Let's do a stand-up live shot over there. You might as well. Rick, <laughs> Rick would love that. I would totally do that. Yeah, that was actually one of my first thoughts. Uh, I'll tell you what, it was pretty impressive to just. Golly, how many times did we count these guys out? You know, oh, my dude. I literally counted them out every step of the way after round one. You know, after after round one, they, they went on to, you know, game uh, the, the against the Nets, right? I thought I was high in the Nets. The Nets lose barely. And then the Hawks. And then I attended that game one. I was so impressed with how Atlanta played. I was like, oh, my God, Atlanta might do it, you know? But that was totally reactionary because the Bucks are they've been around, you know, and Drew well, Holiday has been around the playoffs, too. You know? Yeah. Well, Giannis, when I was really like, oh, they're they're done. Was when Giannis's leg went the other way. That's right. Game was a game six, game five. Was game, oh, game four, game four, game four. And yeah, that sounds about right. Game four against Atlanta. Yeah, it happened that one play. Very dangerous. And, you know, it. You know, I, I was, we were having a conversation earlier about my friend having knee injury and you just how fragile the body is and how and I think again about how amazing Giannis Antetokounmpo is. I, you can't it's, it's an understatement. And I just want to say all summer long, all I want to do is compare Giannis to LeBron, Giannis to LeBron, because I like Giannis so much better. I think that. Proper comparison is actually uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Well, that's right, uh, obviously. But I, I was thinking uh, in the lens of face of the league and, like, the best player in the league. And, like, the, in, in, that can be comparable to LeBron. Yeah. Down the line, you know? And, like, you know, LeBron's been the face of the league forever. And, like, now we got this guy. And, see, that, that was – I had a theory, obviously, leading up to, to now that Giannis wouldn't be able to, I guess, maybe – ESPN wouldn't want to market him as much because he's internationalized from Greece and he's, you know, Nigerian parents. Uh, I, 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 I'm what, probably because he's foreign or because he's Greek or what, what do you mean by because that? Because he's, he's a foreign, he's foreign and uh, they want to really push Zion. It's not about, well, we've Giannis never had a foreign face of the league. That's a That's good point. Right. It, it, like, it, it's not, it's not so much about them not liking Giannis or whatever, or like the Bucks. It's more about like them really wanting Zion to really be the big thing. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's the way I look at it, right? The guys won his back-to-back MVPs. Yeah. He, uh, his really started to build that resume, but then, we were like, oh, he can't get over the hump. He can't get over the hump. And we get fixated on that because we are so obsessed, as we should be, with, you know, winning a championship. And so it was kind of 
a legacy versus legacy finals where it's Chris Paul gets his title and all of a sudden he passes and we'll get more into this later, you know, but he surpasses some other legendary point guards uh, on the all-time lists or Giannis gets one and he goes into this next stratosphere of greatness because he already has an MVP and a defensive player of the year and that's rare air. And so now he, he wins this in the only guys who have multiple MVPs. I, I think it was uh, Michael Jordan and Giannis, mu- multiple MVPs, a defensive player of the year and a finals MVP. The came Olajuwon. Yeah. Well, multiple MVPs. I think it's, uh, did oh. Hakeem win multiple? Oh, that's a good question. That's a great question. Oh, so okay. multiple. So it's, then it's just those two then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes I think it's just those two guys. I, I'm going to look it up right now. Um, yeah, so here we go. Hakeem, Olajuwon. I, I, yeah, I, I've had to guess he's probably a one-time MVP. Yeah, he won one MVP. So the on, only other guy who's multiple MVPs, a defensive player of the year, and a finals MVP is Michael yeah. Jordan. And so, like, you have no choice now. You can't say – like you can't have the conversation of greatest of all time without kind of talking about Giannis now. And that's, that's kind of mind boggling, but that's well, before we get to that point, I'd actually want to wait like five years before we get to the, let's see what he does in five years, these next five years, because do you expect him to win another MVP? I can see it happening. I can see him winning another MVP. I could see him winning another, but I can see him winning one or two more. I mean, honestly though, let's say even if he doesn't, what he's done so far is enough to he's at the very least a first ballot hall of famer. He's a five-time all-star five-time all NBA uh, defensive player of the year uh, finals, MVP, all-star MVP, four-time all defense uh, now a two-time uh, MVP uh, or, or I'm sorry, now an NBA championship and a two-time MVP. And so when you start to consider that, like he's got, he's really catching up. He's on pace, but he's already has an accomplishment that only Michael Jordan has. And it's not some nitpick. Yes. And and, and even then, like, you know, it's, it's just another, like, I don't know, another turning point in, in like his, uh, book you know and Giannis is like chapter you know it's like it's another we're going to another chapter now the post championship Giannis now he doesn't have to have like that stupid you know media being like when is he gonna win he's never gonna win now people have to be they'll they'll actually be uh way more nuanced when talking about Giannis because he's now an NBA champion it's actually how that works and and so Um, now you can start to talk about him as one of the best of all time um and what's crazy is he's only 26 yeah, you know, that's why I say five years. Like, well, let's see what he does in five years because, you know, imagine if he wins even just one more defensive player of the year and nothing else and just, like, all-stars and stuff like that. Yeah. Then we're expecting him to be the captain, right? Or KD, I don't know, him versus KD. Who knows? Him versus LeBron. LeBron going to be all-defensive team for the next five yeah, years. Probably, yeah. Uh, and then, like, you know, these just maintaining that stability with with the Bucks, right? You know, yeah. like like they want to be something like kind of like the Raptors, but they want to make it back. You know, that's something that the Raptors haven't done, right? Like they want they just want because they actually have their continuity. So like it's a very interesting situation, and I'm I'm all I'm all about it. And I I either way I was fine with anyone anyone winning this championship, uh, but the as the series went on, and I went to Oshkosh to watch Game Five. Uh, as it went on and stuff like that, just seeing how nervous those damn fans were before the game, before game five. And then like, you know, I, I only started watching the second half and then just seeing just the, just the jubilation uh, and a better experience, of course, there than compared to last time I was there watching the Nets game, a Nets game seven. Uh, yeah, man, it, it was, uh, I, they won me over, man. It, it was really easy to, to have them win me over because of Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton's story. And, uh, you know, Drew Holiday, he's been through a lot in the last five years. Now, I don't think people really know much about that. He's He's been through a lot, like, in his personal life. 
Um, but I know, like, it's, you know, something like with this kid or something like that, like, you know, this kid's like a, the the operation or the birth. I don't know why I'm talking about it. This is not, you know, related to anything. But, you know, he's been through a lot. And, you know, Chris Middleton being from the D-League and now the second best player on a championship team. Yeah, I mean, all these guys were like late first round picks, second round picks. Oh, and how about the love for Bobby Portis? Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Bobby. Bucks in six. It's a prophecy. Hey, I got a uh, uh, for eight points. I, I have a um, full court trap question for you. I'm going to ask you this this trivia question. It's Brandon Jennings. False. Uh, <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo became the third player in NBA history to average at least 25 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, five assists per game, one block per game, and one steal per game in a season. Can you name the first two players to do so? Is Jerry West one of them? No. Are these players uh, super old? Like 90s Um, maybe? Both of these guys did play in the 80s. Uh, is Jordan one of them? No. One played in the 70s for a long time. Um, I believe he was drafted in 1969. The other Kareem. guy. Um, Kareem I mean, Abdul-Jabbar. Is yeah, one of them. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is one of them. Okay, okay. Let me, let me see if I can get the second one. Because in 1969, that, that just, that's gifted it to me. Just because I know he was drafted then. Yeah, and he's the only uh, guy. You're, and, yeah. And then who who else? Uh, so who else would be would be Will Chamberlain? No. Oh wait, no, no, no. you said eighties. Yeah. Uh, Larry Bird. Yeah, Larry Bird. Very good. Yeah, because I, you know, I can see Larry Bird having a stat line. And Giannis has done this twice. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude. All right, let's get into it. All right, in terms of international talent, where he could be the goat, right? I think for me, right he, now, he's got to surpass Olajuwon. Yeah, I think it's still Olajuwon for me. He's got two championships. He's the all-time. I think Giannis might be second or third right now, right? Yeah, that's that's you know, kind of think, what I'm let's thinking. Say third. I'd say he's third because well, let's say you have like Dirk Nowitzki or whatever at second. Right, and I do have Dirk way up there. Yeah, like I I don't hate that because Dirk Nowitzki he's 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 been proven for a long fucking time. He's I mean that championship came in his later years. I think people forget that that wasn't like his prime or anything. Right. Right. And, and and a lot of people are saying this is the most satisfying championship since that Mavericks championship, which was, uh, yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, I people I, people have been saying a lot of dumb things, actually, since yesterday. You know, they've been saying that it's the best finals and shit like that. I, I think finals. like the best finals in like since 2016 or whatever. I think 2019 was a good finals. Well, back back to the main point, Hakeem Olajuwon – First all-time in blocks. He's um, top 10. He's actually 10th all-time in steals. And so that's similar where you have this super versatile defender, uh, super quick for such a giant, right? Um, Hakeem's got the two rings. So I need to see Giannis do a little bit more uh, to, to get where Hakeem is. But I think it's absolutely doable. But now Giannis has as many rings as Dirk, and he's got more MVPs, right? Dirk just got the one. He has more MVPs. He has twice as many MVPs than Kevin Garnett. Yeah. And, and so I have Giannis as my number two international player of all time. Number two. Okay. Yeah, right behind Yeah, that. I like that. I mean, you can easily say that now. I mean, he's two-time MVP. Yeah, like, I mean, who – who else could you put ahead of him? Uh, yeah, because I, I'm I, I was wondering. I mean, because there's Dirk Nowitzki, Kimolaj one. We're not going to count Tim Duncan because he no, was like in the good territory. Uh, and I mean, I I really don't know where else to go because I mean, like Yao Ming did not play long no. enough. Dominic like he's like a top Dominic ten. Close. No respect, no disrespect to Dominique, but he, he's he's nowhere near. He, yeah, and like it, that that's a good trivia question too. He's from France, right? And I mean, you know, go back. I'm scrolling through our photos because I have the rosters uh, from our 
time travel draft. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. So I'm going to reference that because it's obviously got all these sensational international players. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you really should, especially because we'll probably take a little bit of an offseason ourselves while we're doing well, this. But, yeah, but there, there's, uh, you know, I, I really don't know who else could be on there. I feel like I'm so ignorant of this. I mean, there, there's Dirk, Hakeem Olajuwon, and then there's obviously like Drazen Petrovic, but he's not like, he died, you know? He died so young. Yeah, and he wasn't going to do what Giannis did. He probably wasn't, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, Hakeem Olajuwon is a safe bet. It's a safe bet for number one. Like, y- Jokic has an MVP. Um, but, Jokic you know, probably top five, top five, right? Yeah, top as far five. as like foreign guys, he, he's yeah. got an MVP. Hakeem's got an MVP. Giannis, two. But, like, the other people on this graphic, like, are, are nowhere close. Like, we'll see what happens in Luka Doncic's career. But, like, if you you, you were on crack, if you, you think uh, – no offense to the people who enjoy crack, by the way. Uh, but you're on crack if you think Joel Embiid is anywhere close. Or, like, uh, Rudy Gobert or Yao Ming or, uh, you know, Dirk Nowinski. I, I, I wouldn't, like – be disturbed if someone tried to convince me that Dirk was better than Giannis. But if someone was well, talking like Patrick Ewing, who never won a championship, is better than Giannis all time, you're out of the, you're out of your mind. Um, I don't know. So yeah, for me, he is the number two with potential to become the number one international player of all time. That's incredible. Would, would that do it? Just one more championship. Uh, I got to see, like, because Hakeem has just such an insane... What if he want, you know, because if Giannis goes back-to-back... If Giannis goes back-to-back, then because then he, he matches what Hakeem did, but... With an extra MVP. I mean, Double the some of, of these seasons for Hakeem Olajuwon, you know, first three times, first in blocks per game, 1989-1990, in that 89-90 season, he has 4.6 blocks per game. Uh, 90, 91, he has 3.9, 92, 93, uh, 4.2. So those are three different times. He leads the whole NBA in blocks. And then he was first in defensive rating, uh, actually for five straight years from 1986, 87, all the way to 90, 91. He was first in the NBA in defensive rating. And so, he really is on this different level. Um, so I, Giannis will have to really do some special things and have some similarly impressive accomplishments, but he's on pace for that. You know, it, it, it's an amazing story. And I'm, I'm really happy that he got his championship early ish, you know, like, or like, you know, within this first five years of being like a superstar, super duper star. <laughs> now yeah. he's a super duper star. He is. He is. I mean, uh, he did he have two years where he led the league in player um player efficiency rating, 2018, yeah. 19, uh, 2019-20. Uh yeah. he, yeah. 2019-20 season is, is incredible. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's just gets forgotten because they fizzled out. Now, now they got that, you know, we came back the next year, you know. Yeah. And he's a uh, defensive rating. He was first in the league in uh, the 2019-2020 season. So I think he certainly could do it. Now, where he has a real good chance is he's a better ball handler and passer. And Hakeem could do both, but not as well as Giannis. Um, Hakeem obviously didn't really take threes. Um, so it's like you can't really compare that. Hakeem shot 20% from three in his career, but there was never a point in his entire career where he, you know, he took 19 once in a season in 93, 94, but obviously it's a different era where Giannis is this modern big man. And so I think he's got a chance, but let me turn the tables back to you here with another question. Um, So Kendrick Perkins, carry the hell on Kendrick Perkins. Uh, he said today that Giannis is now, and I'm paraphrasing, now Giannis is now in his top 10 power forwards of all time and approaching top five. And 
I I don't know. I almost want to say that's disrespectful. Like, how is he not already top 10 before the finals? And he's, he's in my top five now. <laughs> like, he's only 26 years old. I get it. He's got, but what he's accomplished, he came into the league, you know, in 2015. Or I'm sorry, uh, 20, 2013, you know? Yeah. Like, he hasn't been doing it that long. He came in at 19 years old. Now he's 26. It's five he, years of star, yeah. Like yeah. And, and he's years, been yeah. all NBA five times. Like he's I, – I mean, my number one power forward of all time is Tim Duncan. And then I get into my Carl Malone's, my Kevin Garnett's. But – Giannis just did something Carl Malone never did. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, Chris Paul isn't quite Jordan, but he's bald. Carl Malone had four uh, all-defensive teams. Well, Giannis already has four. Yeah, I, I think, you know, about Carl Malone scored a hell of a lot of points. I wonder how many points Giannis will end up in an all-time yeah. score but- and Giannis already has Carl Malone's MVP match too. Two MVP. Yeah, two. And so, two, yeah. like, yeah, sure. If you look at it, Carl Malone's got like a better resume, uh, but maybe he doesn't because the championships certainly count. You know. Yeah. Fourteen-time All Star for Malone. Giannis obviously hasn't even played ten seasons. He'll he'll get there. Yeah, I mean he's, he's super there. popular. Yeah, he's so, super popular. I mean, he might be the captain for like seven times. Yeah. Other Another guy, obviously, in my hierarchy, uh, Garnett. So I, I'm going to take a look at some of his numbers now for us. And Yeah, there's Garnett, you know, obviously. There's... Just, a, just a machine. You know, one MVP, though. Giannis already got him beat there. 15-time All-Star. One-time NBA champ. And I'll get, tell you what, my friend. Giannis's path a little different, a little different, because Kevin Garnett didn't do it with the with the Timberwolves. And you know, I saw someone I saw someone make that tweet. It was just like this is like an alternate reality if the if the Timberwolves made it work with Garnett. You know, Giannis. Because yeah. that's an interesting comp, right? Because they're similar players. Yeah, freaky rebounders, really quick. Uh, Giannis, a slightly better three-point shooter, but both of those guys in the high 20s in terms of career three-point shooting. Uh, yeah, and Garnett was never really known as a – you know, he never had to worry about stuff like that. Right, and you didn't really have to back then. Yeah. But for me, I have Giannis probably number two power forward of all time right now behind Duncan. Because, I yeah. mean – Kevin McHale obviously won a, cha- a bunch of championships, but he wasn't the best player on his team. Yeah, yeah, no, he, yeah, he doesn't have like a finals MVP even, but it's not that that's like post moves go, sure. But Kevin McHale only went to five All Star games, and Giannis has already been to five. One of the great all time foreign players, Moses Malone. Ooh, wait, Moses Malone? It, or is he American? He's American as apple pie, I believe. Uh, I'm looking it up. Yeah, dude, he's from uh, Virginia. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so American as apple pie. I bet George Washington's from Virginia or something. (laughs) Where's George Washington from? Do you know? George Washington? Yeah. Isn't he from, like, somewhere in England? I'm about to tell you. I'm about to find out. He was born in British Guess America. What? Yeah. He was born in Virginia, baby. Just right, like yeah. Moses Malone. Put me on the full court trap. Wow, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That was cause of death. For George Washington? Yeah. Do, do you know what this is? Ep- epiglottitis. Epiglottitis is the inflama- inflammation of epiglottis. The flat base at the tongue that prevents food from entering the trachea. 
Symptoms are rapid and onset and include trouble swallowing, which could result in drooling, changes to the voice, fever, and increased breathing rate. Uh, upper airway, it's in the upper airway. Swelling can interfere with breathing, blah, blah, blah. People may lean forward to open the airway, to try to open the airway. His condition worsens, strider, and blue. So he had an ugly death. It's awesome. <laughs> you learn something new every day, folks, on Hoopstradamus Podcast. You literally uh, learn something new every day. Just go on Wikipedia, you learn something. Yeah. But don't tell your teacher about it. They don't know, like uh, Wikipedia. Slow down. My all time. I should have mentioned is Dirk Nowitzki. Totally rubber. Of course, yeah. I mean, like this goes without saying because you know he's like we mentioned him already. We, we know what about like like an Elgin Baylor? He never really won that championship, but you know he's also very good. He actually has the most points in the finals game. Giannis only eleven points behind. <laughs> in a, in a loss, right? Elgin Baylor. Yeah. I'm not sure if that. Yeah, I mean, I, they could have lost that game. I don't know. I, I did not know if they won or lost that game. I'm looking it up. 61 points in the yeah. finals. Every year, I feel, I feel like you know, not, not every year, but every other year, I feel like you know, it's, it's not going to get broken. You know, we're, we're in the middle of a finals game. Yes. Well, I mean, Go he tied Bob Pettit's record for most points in a finals elimination game. Yeah, I saw that. Well, it's tied. It's tied that, right? It was 50. Yeah, that, that's what I said. Yeah, he tied it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or did I say broke? If I, met, if I said broke, I must misspoke. But, yeah, you got to go back to – it was game five, April 14th, 1962, in a win. But Boston ultimately – What was the score of the game they won? The he, he, how he played. Wow, the Boston Celtics win this one in seven. Uh, this one <laughs> – uh, it was 126-121, the game Baylor had 61 points. Wow. 22 of 46. How many rebounds did he have, you know? I do know. He had 22. <laughs> 61 and 22. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid numbers. Now, Giannis the performance took 25 shots. Is Giannis's performance the greatest in finals history? A lot of people are in, saying in individual game. I'm gonna say it's individual the best game. in a closeout game. You know, Jordan had a hell of a series, 93. Giannis has had a great series, but I feel like Jordan might have been a little bit better. LeBron James down three. Yeah, that 2016 one was an amazing series. But you know, Giannis does 50 and 14. He only takes 25 shots to Elgin Baylor's 46. That's yeah. literally half the shots. Yeah. So Giannis, if he was shooting at that volume, probably would have had more like 70. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or like more than uh, one of those games, you'll need to get to that point. Like it'll, it'll need to be like a very close game and like, you know, so they could break that record. Like it'll need to be like a triple overtime finals game. You, you want to hear something eerie though? Something really weird? What? They both. They both. Went 17 of 19 from the free throw line in those games. Elgin? Elgin Baylor also went 17 of 19 from the free throw line. (laughs) That is really weird. Insane. (laughs) What are the odds? Yeah, seriously. You know, Elgin Baylor, you know, he used to have that uh, underhand shot. It worked for him. He had an underhand shot, and he also had an overhand. He, He used to have an underhand shot, then he moved to the overhand one later in his career. So, I got Giannis two overall at power forward. What about you? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think, I think he's end up number one. I think it's going to take four years. Really? I think if four he ties, Yeah, I think if, he, if as long as he wins two championships, I think that's all it takes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh my yeah, goodness! He has, he's has more MVPs. I think he's going to be. Yeah, I, I think, I think two more. I think two more rings solidifies it, but one more it gives him good argument. Yeah, and, and if he wins another MVP, all of a sudden you have to start talking about him as like one of the goats. If he wins a third MVP, you have to start talking about him as a potentially top fifteen, top ten player of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like once you get to four, though, you know, once you get to LeBron's number of MVPs, then it's just like. Now, how many championships do you have? You know, <laughs> once you have like two or three MVPs, 
Who That's else all. has like a ton of MVPs? Larry Bird has what? Just the three or the four? Kareem has six, I believe. Larry Bird, I believe, has three. He has just those back to back to back. And Magic, I believe, has three or four, if I had to guess. I'm looking it up. The miracles Kareem. of the internet. Kareem has, I think, the most. It's six. And Michael has five. And uh, yeah, Magic, I'm not sure. He might have three or two. I'll go on good old Stat Muse. I'm, I'm striking out on Google. I love Stat Muse. Well, just Wikipedia. List of MVPs. Uh, let's see. Well, see if you can find it. Here we go. Most. Uh, who has the most MVPs in NBA history? I'm hoping it like pulls up a little list here. Let's say that. The computer is thinking, thinking, processing, buffering, loading. Okay, here we go. So Giannis has two. Um, here are the players who have more MVPs. So if he wins one more, he's officially like in rare, 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 rare air. Uh, yeah. Moses Malone, Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird each have three. The next step up is four, Wilt Chamberlain and LeBron James. Then at five, tied for second, are Jordan and Bill Russell. And then you're right, Kareem with six. So if he gets another one, which I think he will. six. You know Kareem won, won one of those MVPs when he didn't make the playoffs? No, I didn't. That's I kind of don't like that, actually. Maybe the league was just so diluted in talent. I don't know. They're like, oh my God. That was one of his first years. One of his first years on the Lakers. Mm. And, you know, that's probably, you know, maybe there's a bias for the Lakers. The great Los Angeles Lakers. Please fuck my wife. (laughs) Oh, geez. That's that's, uh, Will Chamberlain. Oh, it's right in the world. All of the Lakers winning the championship like last year, right? All these stupid ass man. Everyone's Lakers win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I gotta give you props because you called it the Bucks winning. You called it for a long time now, actually, since the beginning of the year. And shout out to Charles Barkley. I did call it in the beginning of the year. I, I'm pretty sure you did because that's what my cousin said too. I think you did call that because I I would because I'm pretty sure you had them winning. I'm pretty sure I forgot. I forgot what I, I said. I think you had them against the Clippers, and I believe Abbas had that as well. And I had the uh, Clippers playing against the, the Brooklyn Nets. Wow. So just shoo away. And listen. Just shoo away. Yeah, I, I didn't listen or anything, but I do remember you were talking about Bucks winning the championship for a while. Because I months. saw my like, cousin, Cool Jerry. That's right. Her name is Cool Oh, now he's Cool Jerry. Now yeah. he's not Cool Jerry. He's Cool Jerry now. Uh, well, it's a she. And there's Cool Jerry and there's Hot Jerry. Cool okay. Jerry said um, when I saw her this weekend, she was like, you, and you called it. You called it. <laughs> she's you know, she's like from my family. So, you know, she's really loud. And she's like, you called it. You said the Bucks were going to win the championship and no one else was saying that. And I'm telling everyone. And I'm like, I love you. Um, but I don't remember that. <laughs> she's in the sports? Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um, so, 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 so maybe, maybe, yeah, I think, I think we're both right. I think me and her are right because, uh, sh- yeah, I mean, it, it, and it's not like, you know, when, cause when they made it to the finals, the Bucks and the Suns, we found out who was going to be in the finals. It was not like it was crazy or anything, you know? I mean, I know people were kind of freaking out and they're like, Oh my God, it's like, it's like a 2k, you know, like you simulated the season or whatever, but no, like it wasn't like, it's not that weird. Cause the Suns are the second seed and the Bucks. The third seed, you know, it just comes down to that second round matchup, right? Against the, the Nets. Bucks had a really freaking good team. The Bucks have a great team, but I think people were just, uh, I think that they just felt that they were kind of stale. They just felt that they were stale because they've seen the last couple of years, they probably saw that that was the same old shit. But once you get good veterans around, great, you, you know, once you get your star, you just worry about your role players. Oh, you know, they used to say defense wins championships. I'm going to say in the modern league, 
three and D wins championships. If you have a team with good spacing, good shooting, um, and excellent defense, you need to have elite defense. The, the Nets may be next to prove us wrong, but like those Warriors teams, everyone talks about their offense, but you can make a case for them being the best defensive team in the league those years. Uh, those LeBron Heat teams were so dangerous in transition in a very good defensive team, um, especially when, uh, honestly, like Birdman Anderson really helped them. Yeah. Um, and they got some good uh, veterans. Yeah, that Battier was really good. Yeah, Battier was such a good defender. They were a really good defensive team. You really can't do it without really good defense, and you've never been able to. But you look at that Bucks team up and down, and – Drew Holiday, who wasn't super consistent throughout the NBA Finals, he was consistently an elite defender throughout the entire playoffs. And he he had two, like, game-winning steals or game-stealing steals or, like, pull your heart out of your chest. And not just that. You got all the rebounds, all the offensive rebounds, the important plays. He's playing like a big, right? He's He is honestly inspiring. And, and all these NBA players, I mean, the, the, it's become the new meme now. Who's the most underrated player in the, in the league? It's always Drew Holiday. All these NBA players say it's Drew Holiday. They've been saying that for years. I and mean, defensive impact in that series. At this point, he's properly rated. Probably rated. Drew Holiday, yeah. He he such a offense, I, I, don't want, I don't want people to, to, to look at his offensive stats because that's not what it was about. He made a hell of a play. Well, he almost had a, he was a rebound away from a triple-double last night. That's he right. And he, he, he plays great at home. He played really well at home. In Middleton, uh, four steals, too. So, yeah, Drew Holiday, I call him Mr. Clutch. Chris the Middleton. Because I, I do remember my thought process about the Bucks and why I thought they were going to – Apparently, I said they would win it all at the beginning of the year. I'm pretty sure um, you did, yeah. My thought process, though, thinking I remember thinking about them against the Lakers. The Nets, the Nets weren't a thing at all. We, did, we never thought about the Nets. Right, either. right. Harden wasn't there yet. I remember my thought process was, okay, let's say the Bucks run into Brooklyn. I'm putting, you know, Drew on uh, – Drew and like Chris Middleton on Kyrie. I'm putting yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you're talking KD, about that. Yeah. I'm putting Giannis on KD, yeah. and then uh, the same thing I said when uh, it was before Harden got hurt. I'm like, you just put you know Middleton on Harden, Drew on Kyrie, blah blah blah. But then the Lakers specifically, because that was already a team at the beginning of the year, and I remember just thinking about like, wow, if they happen to run into the Bucks, Giannis is going to be able to guard LeBron James, or I'm sorry, Giannis is going to be able to guard uh, Anthony Davis, and you're going to be able to put a little bit of Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton on LeBron James. And then the Bucks are a deeper team because they are like, I wouldn't, I, I would, I, I would put it this way. You have an A plus in Giannis. And then like two students that the professor, it's the final and, you know, they just got the A minus because they passed the final exam, but like it's a, a B plus, A minus type player. Like Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton aren't good enough to be the best player on their team, but there are times, and I'm eating my words, I said Giannis couldn't be the best scorer on a championship team or something stupid like that. I was like, oh, Chris has to score. But like there were times when Chris did have to score, you know, because Giannis- hey, Drew Holiday, Mr. Clutch, Chris yeah. Middleton- Mr. Fourth. Yeah. And, and Middleton was so clutch all playoffs and like that mid range and um, just a true killer. But you're going to be able to. How about to that setback in game five? Say what? How about that setback in game five, that clutch three that put them up by like 10 points? That's Chris yeah. Middleton. That's a classic Chris Middleton play because th- that game. Because he made crucial baskets in the fourth quarter. His stats will not wow you. He scored like 17 points in that game. But he made like 12, he made like seven points in the fourth quarter. Like all of them mattered. And one of them had six step back. And that's like his game. Yeah, it was just like a microcosm of his game, like that day. Uh, just that game. I'm very happy he won a championship. He's from the D League. I think he was the first all star from the D League. Uh, 
No, that might not be true because Ben Wallace made it. But he might be the first. You know, he's he, he's something with the first for first from the D League, but something I don't know. So Drew Holiday finishes with 17 points per game, six rebounds a game, and nine assists in the NBA Finals. 31 percent from three. Um, Middleton, 24 points a game, six rebounds, five assists, and those are fantastic numbers. Yeah. Those in and, and one and a half steals too. And Drew, I should say, two uh two point two steals. Now Middleton shooting way up at 35%. And then Giannis almost two blocks a game, 1.8 blocks per game. He had five in game six, 13 rebounds, 35 points. Um just insane. And he had five of his eleven blocks in the series when it counted the most in a game that he just took over. Like you saw about halfway through the first quarter, because the game kind of sputtered to a weird start. No one was really in rhythm. And then all of a sudden Giannis comes out like, Hey, I'm not going back to Phoenix. We're winning here. And I don't care what I have to do. And when you saw him get that confidence in that aggressiveness, he took it to a different level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he he was so focused throughout this whole playoff run, and uh, it was amazing. It, it felt like if it also felt like the counting actually helped him a little bit, uh, <laughs> just like throughout the playoffs as it went on, because he just knew what was coming. You know, he just kind of locked in. Like to yeah. go seventeen to nineteen from the line, it's hilarious. Yeah, man. Like you know, it, it's it's a great. Uh, it's a great rebuttal to what Chris Paul said after game five about how everyone's expecting him to miss, even himself, even Giannis himself is expecting him to miss. Hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe. Shoot. I don't know. Chris he, Paul, I mean, like, you know, my cousin really got, you know, into basketball, I guess, this year. He's always kind of been into basketball. But now he's hooked. We, we were disc golfing the other day, and we were talking about game five, you know, as a lead up to game, game six and stuff like that. And uh, it was the day after game five, I believe, or like the couple days after game five, but before day before game six. And he basically was just like, hey, you know, like, he was just like, fuck Chris Paul. <laughs> he does not like Chris Paul. And he's like, he's pretty new to like watching the NBA. Like, that's a perfect transition because that's what we got next on our rundown, my friend, is Chris Paul. Let's talk about Chris Paul. So continue talking about Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, my, my cousin, he was just saying that, you know, He's like, he just seems really whiny. And he's also, you know, I, I, I had to break the news to him that, yeah, Chris Paul has been known to, as like a dirty player, like throughout his career too. Like, uh, and, you know, maybe every player has some tendencies of being dirty sometimes, right? If they're frustrated or something, maybe you're tired. I don't know. But, you know, it happens with Jokic, right? Like we see it with Jokic sometimes. Somebody snaps a little bit. But I, I think uh, Chris Paul, I mean, he, he – it was it was a it was definitely a successful playoff run. I know in his for his standards, it's not it's it's like a failure. But I mean, people are like, "Oh, did he blow his legacy?" Like, no, he didn't. He made it better. He didn't. He Nothing did. happened. Yeah, it's really. If anything, it helped his legacy. Yeah, he's he now the finals. He was incredible in the playoffs. Like, this is some of the best basketball we've ever seen. Like, you can't say Chris Paul's has never been or Chris Paul has never been in the finals anymore. Uh yeah, dude, and like you know, that's been kind of a knock on him. Like he's only been in the Western Conference Finals once. Now it's been yeah. twice. Now he's been now to the finals and played well. And now he's been to the finals, and like he he played he lost to but, but the best player. People, he he played okay, but people will shit on him for that because he did turn it over a lot in the last couple of games, and he didn't play it great by his standards. Like in the last two or three games, and also, uh, what do you call it? Like he's, you know, people don't like his whining. And people don't like uh, his low-key, dirty plays and how it kind of rubs off on the other players in the Suns. Because he's the leader. Well, I think that he's incredibly intelligent, right? But sometimes yeah. that intelligence shows through in manipulation of the game. He'll do whatever it takes to win, and sometimes that means I think flopping. that's why – and I actually think that's kind of a – you know, that's kind of that loser's mentality, I think. Because Interesting. you're trying to, like, beat the game – by your your by smarts or whatever you know it's, I I think by instead of actually just playing through the game right yeah and Chris like, Paul's got you're trying, to, you're trying to have this other trick up your sleeve 
but you yeah. you even you know you're basically running around in circles you don't even know it i got another uh trivia question for you and this is going to be a 10 pointer because you oh. you're pretty much gonna have to take a shot in the dark Dak. Dak prescott uh <laughs> what you said no, I said Shaq. I said Shaq. Oh, I thought you said Dak. Dak. <laughs> um, all right. Where do you think Chris Paul ranks on all-time value over replacement player? Just in general in this career? Let's say – or I'm sorry, just among point guards. But if you can get all-time – because I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's top 10 all-time. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing it's must be pretty high up there. I'm. I'm gonna say four for all time value or among point guards. All time. All time. No. What do you think he is among point guards? Current point guards. Oh, no. No. All time point guards. All okay. time. Both are all time value over replacement player leaders. First. No. It's, okay. It's like the two one and two guys are the guys who should be there. Oh, okay. Is he? Is he third? CP three is he CP third? No, but you're, okay, so he's not. He's not that up high. No, but you're you're hot. Five? No. Seven. Do you think he has point guards? Just point guards. All time point guards. Yeah, I want to hear where you think all time point guards. Just my all time point guards. You just want me to name? Just point no. Guard? Just where does he rank? Value. Okay, okay, okay. I would think he's like number eight. Number eight. Or six? I don't know. No, no, no. Ten? No. Just or nine. This is the last number now. <laughs> no, just point guards. Just amongst point guards. Yeah. I'm gonna say he's fourth. Two. Two. Stockton then Chris Paul. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that turned into a ridiculous odyssey of guessing games. Literally. Running around in circles. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. Our tail. Yeah, that, that was quality radio there. <laughs> it was like, no, oh my two, god, three, no. seven. <laughs> Wait, point guards? Just point guards all oh, time. Man. Yeah, so he's second all time. So it's LeBron, Chris Paul, or LeBron, Jordan, Stockton, Malone, Garnett, Duncan. So very interestingly enough. Three of the guys we mentioned among the all-time uh, power forwards, Giannis, nowhere near this list, um, but like everyone on it played forever, you know? Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul's seventh all-time right behind Tim Duncan. Well, then that must be one of those longevity stats. Not necessarily. Oh, wait, well, value over replacement, that's probably just like. I mean, you got to be damn good. Like Kobe is 12th. Right, right, okay. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, looking down the list, it's it's pretty. It's a seems to be a pretty good indication of like, like if you're anywhere near the top, you're fucking insane. Like Larry Bird's fourteen, Shaq is fifteen. Yeah, it's like only legends are on this list. And all time, Chris Paul's where? Seven. Seventh all time. Okay. Yeah. I like and I like that stat too. It's a big baseball stat, but like your value over a replacement from your time in the league, like just the average point guard. Like, so he's generationally good. He's very special. Like he's, um, let's see, where do you think Steph Curry is on this? The value over replacement thing on my point guards. Um, yeah, sure. Let's see. I'll count when you guess. He's probably like 12 or like 15th or something. Higher for sure. 20th? Sixth. I meant like close. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sixth. Yeah. yeah because I mean, like, yeah, th- that would make sense. Magic because Johnson, Jason Kidd, Gary Payton, Stephen Curry. Yeah. The advanced stats love Steph Curry. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And he'll, he'll climb. He'll climb. Because, like, the guys at the top, LeBron played forever. What's insane is Jordan didn't. What's insane looking at this list is Jordan, like, played, like, 13 years with the Bulls and then some weird basketball with the the Wizards. Yeah. And then 
like LeBron has played almost 20 years. Stockton played almost 20 years. He might have done play 20 years. Malone, about 20. Garnett, about 20. Duncan, around 20. You know, uh, Chris Paul's in that area. Kareem, I think 21. Dirk, I think, played in three decades, technically. Yeah. Uh, 90s, 100s, 10s. Yeah. He just missed a cut for four. Yeah. Pretty incredible. Well, where do you think uh, Chris Paul, I don't know if you've heard the recent discussions, but um, do you think he does go somewhere? I don't think so. I think Phoenix is in a restructure deal with him. I mean, they're, they're close. I mean, they, they were really they like, do, man, I hope they bring him back. They're like seven plays away. <laughs> Cause you already know what the rumors are. Yeah. No, nah, I mean like, dude, Laker, just don't listen to Laker stuff. Right. Just, dude, just, it's just this Voldemort bullshit with stop, like, yeah, stop, every stop time, listening to anything like every time Voldemort. anything ever happens, like, no, but he's going to go to the Lakers and the evil empire like, will return. I mean, it's like, you know how like Twitter like mutes, you know, you can mute stuff like that. I mean, you can use that, but you could also like when you see something that says Lakers or whatever on it, you have to like have like a thing in your brain that like phys- that's kind of like just turns off that image, kind of censors Lakers. You just keep scrolling, you know. Well, it's like the Damian Lillard. The uh, Damian Lillard thing. I mean, like they did it with Chris Paul before. They're doing it with him again. I mean, yeah. please stop. I mean, let. I mean, listen. Anyway, I think Chris Paul realizes, you mentioned he's a very intelligent person. He could find his way into the Lakers, but he's also intelligent. He knows that they were close. Yeah, but, I mean, if he goes and plays with LeBron and AD, they're going to be closer. I don't think they. I don't think the money will work like that. But it's also not a good look. If I think it might have to be like a sign-in trade or something. But, no, it's not a good look. Because he, 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 he would literally have to make – like the minimum or whatever to, to be on that team, it would not be a good luck, and like people would hate him. I think hate. a lot of people would think it's a bitch move. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I actually do think that he's going to come back and he's going to finish off his career with the Phoenix Suns because he they did something that they both been to places that they never really been before without each other. I guess the Suns they've been there, but it's been so long. You know, it's been a decade since they made the playoffs. Yeah, and since the finals, the I- Suns are going to value that. The Suns are going to value continuity they should well they're they're, they're definitely going to try to bring him back you know um yeah. I, I know obviously they want him back but it, it's interesting to consider uh the lakers are already the odds on favorite to win the nba championship oh how cute <laughs> and um we'll see i don't think they do i really don't um if they get chris paul then that's a different discussion but I, I do think they'll retool. They're going to try their best to add a third superstar, which is like. But but uh, even if they get like a DeRozan type, that, that'd still be a good move for them. You know, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, he'd be great. I'd prefer a De- DeRozan to a Chris Paul. Just because yeah, like yeah. DeRozan the- isn't as good as Chris Paul. Yeah. Like, I, I would be fine with them getting like a B-plus guy, but they don't need another fucking A, you know? It's like, it's just OP, as the young people say. Optimus Prime reference, I believe. People say OP. Uh, it's OP to add, oh, now you're going to go get Chris Paul because you got knocked out by the Suns. In no way, dude. Actually, yeah, dude. Chris Paul, if he goes to the Lakers after eliminating them in the first round, I'm calling major bullshit. I'd have an issue with that, come to think of it, you know? You say you wouldn't have an issue with that? I would have an issue with that. Oh, yeah. yeah you don't go to the team you knocked out in the first round. Yeah. You went to the finals. That would be weird. Yeah. But that team's the Lakers. I, I don't think – I mean, I don't know. He could, Maybe he is that desperate, right, that he wants to, you know, He wants try to with ring. <clears throat> Who He's knows? desperate for that thing. Who knows? I don't think that the Suns make it next year as constructed, though. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, got better in the offseason. Any team can get better in the offseason. 
They're already really damn good. Yeah, it's 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 a tough. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath next year in the West. So again, we'll see how these do. I mean, it just comes down to that regular season for them because that was kind of their calling card, that home court advantage. If the, the yeah, if the Warriors go and get uh, Pascal Siakam for James Wiseman, and then it's Siakam, Draymond, Clay, Steph, and then. I feel like you probably – I don't know if you still have Wiggs even better. But you might have to trade Wiggs for Cap. Anyway. The Warriors barely, yeah. I mean, like, they, they can only hold on to just a couple moves. and Yeah. But you, know, you, I, I mean, you, you put Siakam on that team and they could win the championship. They could definitely come out of the West. But, like, if Clay is – I think Clay's going to be good. I think he's going to come out rusty. It's a long time off, and I don't think he's ever going to be the same. But I think he needs to be damn good. He's still fucking Clay Thompson. He's not going to come out shooting bricks, you know? That's just not who he is. It's just like his other stuff. It's offense, I think it'll be okay. Shooting particularly will be fine, I think. But putting, moving, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Well, luckily, uh, he'll age well, his game, because he's he's been athletic, but he's never – relied on it now he might be less athletic you know he's a smart player i i think he'll be fine i mean i you know i i, I don't want to say fine so loosely but like i think he'll be he'll be valuable you know to, to at least yeah you know, i think the warriors are still gonna they still want him to retire there those three guys yeah so they're gonna try to do everything they can to, like get back there siakam draymond and i wouldn't be terribly surprised if draymond was moved but Clay and Steph stay forever, just because Draymond's gotten them all sorts of issue and all sorts of weird like trouble. Whether it's the ball kick or like the technical foul, even against the Hornets this year, it's like he kind of blew a game because he couldn't chill. You know, if you remember that game, yeah, like he got a technical foul to pretty much blow the game. I can't remember the exact situation, but all of a sudden like Charlotte's shooting free throws and it's not, and there's under a minute left and now the game's over, you know, because he did something stupid, can control himself. But anyway, you give them the defensive versatility of Green and Siakam and then uh, Wiggins turned into a better defender. We'll see what happens with Oubre. Jordan Poole's really good. Like they're going to be really good. The um, Mavs, I think are going to be very interesting. Um, it's really anybody's, right? Yeah. Flippers, yeah, dude. Let's see what really with Kawhi. Uh, I, that's another one I don't think you have to worry too much. I think he's yeah, normal. Why would he leave? He's in a great – it's a great situation over there. Oh, no, Tom I'm saying with the injury. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's too bad, man. I, and it's just the worst time to get injured, right, in the conference finals or something, in the playoffs at all yeah. before you're about to end. Yeah. Uh, because they probably would have beaten the Suns, right? With a healthy could, Kawhi. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they would have. They could be. We could, might be looking at them as the NBA champions. Who knows? I mean, the Bucks barely got through the the Suns. It took a big Game Five win to get that momentum. Yeah, man. Jeez, it was just inspiring. It was like a remember the Titans, you know, type sports emotions, and that's a fucking movie. You know, it's a nice book. It's a nice book. The Bucks have a nice book in the for the last couple. Yeah, of I mean, it's just started with that two zero lead in the conference finals. I'm blowing the two zero lead, and now they did it in the finals. They did the revert. They came back from 0-2. and they did it two times this postseason. Only two teams have done that all time, and both of them happened this year. What was that the, statistic? Two teams have come back from two zero deficits in the same postseason. Oh, wow. And it both happened this year. Yeah. One happened just yesterday, obviously, and the other was the Clippers. And the, the Bucks became the first team ever to come back from a 2-0 deficit twice in the same finals run or championship run. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, here's what I'll I mean, tell you. Like, yeah. Go ahead. What? No, I was saying that's that's kind of nitpicking because I mean that just happened, I guess. But I mean I don't know. I heard that stat today. I think great. Because wow. if the Clippers had won, it it would have it might have been the same. If the Clippers had won the championship, it would have been the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. 
But who, uh, who gives a shit? Go ahead. Um, so here's what I would tell, like, my grandkids. Everyone's like, oh, I'm going to tell my kids that Batman was Ben Stiller. You know, like you're about to do right now with Giannis or something. <laughs> yeah, but what I would actually tell my kids, I would, you know, all jokes aside, like this is how I would say, like, and then his leg fell off his body, and he was laying dead on the ground. In uh, was that that was in Brooklyn, right? Uh, his injury that was yeah. in Atlanta. It was, or yeah, geez, that was in Atlanta. So he's lying there, and you're like, geez, what a horrific injury! His leg just bent backwards i hope he is okay next season you know you're like oh my gosh did we just witness like some horrible thing like he's definitely out for the playoffs right and then he walks and you're like okay his leg just bent the wrong direction but okay and then he is able to be back and then has like and then back to being a superhuman. Like he did all this hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I think people forget that too, because that yeah. happened uh, about two weeks ago. I think that injury, about two and a half weeks ago. Like, yeah. He's the later on the floor with his leg bent backwards in a pretty solid ass whooping at the hands of the Hawks. And then yeah. he, they win that series. And then, he's far and away the best player in the finals and just like does this Michael Jordan stuff where he just was, he just took it to a different level. It's like, all right, it's the finals. And I think what feels different to me about it than LeBron's first championship, because both these guys have potential and trajectory to be in that goat conversation, you know, but LeBron didn't do it on the Cavs. Like it feels more insane knowing that like, he stayed on the, like he said, I did it the hard way or whatever, you know? Yeah, it was a great press conference. I'm actually going to check out the whole thing later today. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pull up the uh, exact quote here. I could go to a super team and just do my part and win a championship, but this is the hard way to do it, and we did it. Yeah, dude, he like, it's, it's more impressive to me is what I'm getting at than if he was on a super team like he came in like 196 pounds gains all this weight turns into the best player on the planet and just won a championship it's one of the craziest careers ever so far i mean he has probably the great greatest rise to riches story in the nba greatest backstory Greatest rags to riches story. Oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that same thing. Yeah, backstory. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I guess to wrap things up, the season three, uh, who's going to win the championship next year? I'm going to go with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Great answer. Um, I think the Chicago White Sox. Perfect. Yeah. Wait, so you think they'll be 2022 champs? Uh, 2022, yeah. So not this year. Okay, that, 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 that's valid. That's valid. I, I, I actually could see that. I could see that. Yeah. I could see them losing the ALCS this year and maybe pulling the Milwaukee Bucks going down 2-0 in the, in the World Series, winning the next uh, next four. Yeah. Madrigal's not going to walk out on one leg and score 50 points with 14 rebounds and 17 of 19 from the free throw line, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I would hope, you know, maybe Moncada can, uh, you know, be our Drew Holiday. I don't know. Good defender, you know, making yeah. those stops third base. Very vital, very vital player, third base. Who's and Tim Anderson, you know. Oh, I love he's Tim gonna Anderson. Be our, he's got to be our Chris Middleton, you know. Is this how the season ends? The season of Hoops Hoopstradamus with us talking baseball? We're talking socks. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, put, make sure you put on some old-timey baseball music. Okay. Uh, put the season finale music. As we, as we wrap things up right now. Perfect. Well, we're officially talking about baseball, folks. That means season three is over. Thank you for listening. Check out uh, the Wax Cowboy on Instagram, as always. Uh, that's Evan. He makes our art. It's really good art. Um, special shout-out to uh, 
David Harrison came on the show. That was really cool. Uh, and Kendall Gill, really good season. We got Sam Smith on again. Sammy. Yeah, so it, it's been a great ride. And, uh, you know, let's go White Sox, all right? Have we'll go White Sox. Have a good summer. We'll see you when we see you.